Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Yo, I'm getting ready to put y'all up on something, man. Yo. Yo. When, you see Yo. when I think crunk in Atlanta at Super Bowl Radio Row on a Thursday, there's nobody crunker than this man. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Darren Ravel, we knew him from CNBC. We knew him from ESPN. And now he's all about that action, boss. And he's not even affiliated with Marshawn Lynch. It's the Action Network. It's Darren Ravel. You will follow him on Twitter. He has every informational thing about sports that you need. He's got And don't bet. need. And don't need. And those are the ones I use the most. Whenever Darren <laughs> tweets something, I, I have to rip him on yeah. there. But it's a loving rip because yep. we go back, Darren. And then, you know, it's not my style to criticize even anywhere I've been in my career. Yes, yeah, so uh, I have, I'm, I'm gone from ESPN. Uh, left in December and uh, went to the Action Network. Essentially, I felt like I had to get into sports gambling. Uh, I'm in New Jersey. Uh, $1.3 billion was bet in the first six yes. months. And Luigi bet about a quarter of it himself. There yes. you go. Uh, New Jersey's like Europe now. Like, you go through the Lincoln Tunnel, you know, and it, uh, once you get on the Jersey side, it's like you're assaulted by every single sports book. I think now, as of yesterday, you can bet. There's 13 different apps you can bet on in New Jersey. So just seeing the manifestation of that, it allowed me to see like what maturity is like of this as we only have eight states. Exactly. You know? No, it's and, crazy. And, you know, I, I, Sugar House is in Philly, so there's a lot of casinos you can go into. Yes. But obviously the future is online. Yes. You sit at home in your underwear, you wake up, you make coffee. Yes. And, and you call. You don't have to call Nunzio anymore. You just get on the app and now, you can bet now, it. Now, Nunzio is still okay because because right. DraftKings doesn't offer credit. They, they, don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't have the negative. That's the one important thing is that you don't have to put the money up front exactly. with Nunzio. Exactly. exactly. So you don't, you know, they, once you hit 0. 0.00, you're not doing another bet with DraftKings. That's, that's Yeah, that's but that's, that's not a bad thing. I, I mean, know. You know, that's, that's true. You, got, you keep it in, you put it in the so, bank. Yeah, so the Action Network basically is, it's not a sports book. We don't take money. The reason I went to them is they're just, I'm into stats. I'm into data. Mm -hmm. They have three stat companies rolled into one, and they make you a better better. Um, and so, uh, yeah, no, it's, a, it's an awesome app. It's an awesome product, and um, love being part of them. And the, and the interesting thing for all of us, you know, I've been in radio forever. I've seen the, the, the growth of, I've been ripping New Jersey since 1973 about right. why wouldn't they put sports books in there. And then they went through the downfall you know, if New Jersey had it in 73 in the casinos, right. imagine Atlantic the, City would be bigger than Vegas. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's, it's a slow process. I remember when FanDuel and DraftKings yep. couldn't do fantasy in New York. They had to fight it in yep. court. It's insane. But now it's finally, we're finally getting forward. And, and, I, now I, I, and the one thing is in Pennsylvania, like, how big is it going to be? Well... How onerous are they going to be? I mean, Pennsylvania is a, you know, the, you need your $10 million licensing fee. And right. The way it works out, it taxes at 41%. Per, like, okay, well, if an operator can't make money, then we're, we're not going to be doing this. Exactly. So. And, that's, and that's part of the whole minutia bullshit of all the legalese that these people have to go through. Everyone needs a piece. Exactly. Yeah. So now you even have a prop count. Uh, a contest on your Action Network, right? Because everybody loves props. Right. So actionnetwork.com slash contest, free contest in our app. We went up to 5000 Uh I put some, some props out there that haven't been out there. 
Um, how many times will they show Giselle Bunchen? I think mm -hmm. the answer there is zero. But she's not going to be there. Do you know? No she'll, be, no, she'll be there. No, I don't know. But she'll be there, I'm sure. But I'm sure Tom has said, hey, remember that elevator incident where people saw you talking on the elevator? Yeah, like, yeah. Just yeah. get lost. I'll see you on the podium after. So you're basically t tipping people off <laughs> because you have inside information because you are Darren Ravel. Well, so I, I actually am going to the halftime uh, uh, practice today. <laughs> um, but I, but I, 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 I... Are you an insider now when it comes to these props? Well, I promised that... I. I promised myself that I wasn't going to. I think I do have some credibility in my life over the last 20 years in journalism, and my my. I said I was not going to hurt that credibility. Though I'm getting messages on email and Slack channel from the degenerate people who work with me at the Action yes. Network. For example, to say, Gladys Knight will rehearse her national anthem. She will. She will. And so there's always a prop on how long will it be over under. Okay, and a lot of people. I mean, so many so many people have gone with the under here because they've watched a 1991 video of Gladys Knight. <laughs> I was I was like 12 in 1991. Are you going to base anything that I do today based on what I did in 1991? But if the pips show up, that number could move. But yes. How many? But like they're almost all dead, right? I mean, all the pips. It only takes one pip. <laughs> one pip could add a couple of seconds, and that could kill your your prop bet on these national land. The coin toss is another one. That's uh, the, always coin, the coin toss is so. I mean, that is you admitting that you are a degenerate. I mean, <laughs> there is no way. There is no way anyone can convince themselves. Gambling is about. Do I have control? Right. That is like, I do that just because in my mind I have accepted that I am an idiot. And it's not even a 50-50 proposition because the Patriots are in the game and they always win the coin toss, even in overtime of championship yeah, game. Exactly. <laughs> so what's the craziest uh, one? Uh, the craziest the, the one that I have. one is pretty good. but uh, The craziest one out there that I've seen that's not in my prop contest is... Tony Romo over and under correct calls, <laughs> seven and a half. That's, there's no way he's going to get seven and a half. First of all, it's like that's what you call recency bias, right? right. Like you see Gronk down the sideline. <laughs> oh, he called that one. Oh, he called two in a row. He probably only calls maybe three or four right and maybe takes a stab at 10, and I don't think he's going to be that crazy at the Super Bowl. But he's no Jason Witten, though, let's be honest. Right. I, oh, God. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, but I am listening. I just wanted you to do that to prove that I was listening. Uh, I like um, one of the you could do with me is uh, will they reference the 28-3 to comeback? Uh, they will, but they have to have increased security around the booth here in Atlanta. I know. I know. Well, Darren, this is great stuff, man. So, what, so you got the Action Network. It's an app, right? It's an app. It's a website. Uh, it's free for the pretty good stuff, and it's it's uh, seven ninety nine a month or forty dollars for the years. Are our promo if you uh, if you want the great stuff. So seven ninety nine. That's still less than Mike Francesa's charging for his uh, show, it, right? It, it's 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 just twenty six cents a day, Tony. Twenty six cents a day. You know what I could save do with the that? Children. Save children. Save the Action Network. <laughs> Darren Ravel, ladies and gentlemen, you know him, and you're still going to be active on Twitter, man. Oh you, yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, don't you? I have, I have yeah. I have, I have about sixty tweets ready to go for the Super Bowl. I'll, I'll tweet about 130 times. Should I give you a preview of... Oh, wait a minute. You have your tweets pre... You There's have, your prop bet right there. Over, under, how many tweets? Darren 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 tweets. Right, right, right. But you uh, already know the answer to that, so you can't even bet against correct, yourself correct. or for you. would be uh, Pete Rose if you did let that. Me give you the best, <laughs> let, me, let me give you one of the best ones I have. Uh, so... Uh, Jared Goff's father, Jerry... Right. Was a backup catcher for the Montreal Expos. You know, after after Gary Carter left, they really didn't. They they were struggling with finding the right catcher. Okay, so Jerry wasn't as good as they thought. So they started drafting a whole bunch of catchers. 
1995. They drafted an 18-year-old out of Sarah High School named Tom Brady. As a catcher? As a catcher. 6'5 Not- catcher. It wasn't Brady roommates with Manning and um, Alex Rodriguez at one point in college. Oh, yeah, he at a was, camp. Really? Yeah, they, they went to a baseball camp, and all three of them were roommates. Well, that would make that could make sense because A Rod ninety three, ninety four. Yeah, I mean, if 17, 16, 17, yeah, that could make sense. They were all in the same spot. But yeah, Tom Tom Brady was. And the article, which I feature on the on the tweet, says that one complication with the Expos is that he just signed a uh, scholarship with Michigan. Here's the other prop. How many? Of the Darren Ravel Super Bowl Sunday tweets that he already has in the can, so to speak, will I respond to? I mean, it's probably Five. every one of them. <laughs> every one. How many will outrage me when I read them? That's the bigger question. <laughs> I How love many you, won't? Tony. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Congrats, man. I'm, you know, that's, that's the great. It's the next thing. It is. It's it like is. me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did this, this, and this, and then now I'm looking at the next thing. And gam sports gambling. I've been, I've been crying for it for right. decades right. and it's finally here damn it it is thank you very much you darren Ravel, ladies and gentlemen let's give him a roaring round of applause <laughs> if i had hair it would want to be either mel kuyper jr or darren Ravel. is that good hair or what it's quality it's good hair good really. fade. Got the, he went low fade that's a one and two a two that's a one two a two that's a one two a two and then while he has product it's not the super greasy product that so many people talk about the product is, is just right it's not the wet head, and it's not the dry look. He's got it just a little bit in between. Good job, Darren. Good job, man. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you talk about good-looking guys. I'm not one of them. I'm just a pretty voice on the radio. Yeah, Luigi's you are. got, he, he, he shaved it off, but this I man, right, look how clean that you is. That's, that's oh, yeah, tight. Grow, yeah, grow, no, yeah. he can grow one. He has to shave like four times a day, like Armenian guys. Do you ever see those Armenian? Yeah, sounds about right. See, see I, got a, I got a beard like he does, and it grows in nice and full and tight the whole way. It's not all white, trashy looking. Exactly. It's good. <laughs> because he's a good looking man. He is Eric Decker, of course, in the NFL for something. You don't even look like you ever hurt, man. You don't, I mean, you, you look great. I mean, I know you. you well, I appreciate you, that. You, so you've retired now, and the Patriots were. That's it, or you, you, is there going to be a comeback? That was it, no. I, I, I went there for a few weeks of training camp, figured out that I was mentally and emotionally done with football, so I needed to come home and retire. So are you going to do broadcasting? So what's next for you? Because obviously, it, you know, a great career in the NFL. You got in in 2010, Broncos, and you were with the Jets. And, you know, you've had a, a series of injuries, even in college with the Golden Gophers, I mean, yep. which hurt you in the combine, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my injuries, I think that's part of it, too, is, you know, the injuries caught up to me throughout my career I had four major joint surgeries. I had foot surgery, knee surgery, hip surgery, shoulder surgery. I mean, you, you name it all. So uh, that definitely takes a toll on you, not only physically, but also mentally, emotionally. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot to go through it. But at this point, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I love football, love talking football. So trying to figure out what my second career is going to be. Now, your number is 87. Was it because you were the 87th pick, or was that the number you wore in college? Yes, that was one of it. So there's three good reasons. Uh, a, I was born in 87. B, uh, I was the 87th pick, and C, Ed McCaffrey was number 87 uh, in, in Denver. Denver. Yeah. Wow. So it has nothing to do with you being the 87th pick then? Well, yeah, that's that part fine. of it. Okay. There's three, three, three solid reasons why. Okay. But did you wear 87 in college? No. What did you wear at Minnesota? I wore seven. Okay. Speaking of Minnesota, aren't you glad we're not in Minnesota? Because we were there last year, and it was cold because it's always cold. Yeah. But now, like, the entire country's in the polar vortex. Listen, I, I called my dad on Wednesday. I'm like, are you guys still alive? It's like negative 50 wind chill. I'm like, get out of there. What are you doing? Because <laughs> you still live in Minnesota, no, right? Oh, oh you're no. on the West Coast, right? I'm down in Nashville. Okay, that's a little warmer, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I get. I mean, we can still get our cold, but it's not right. the West Coast. Well, actually, we have the, uh, the live Minnesota update right Let's now. Let's get an update it's, it's now. It's warmed a bit. It's now negative 21 degrees. Oh, oh, it's warmed yeah. up. 
I was talking to the guys in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, doing a radio show, and I said, what's the temperature? It's got up. It's, it's, it's a warming trend. They're up to zero today. So it looks like there's a hope for the Groundhog's Day is coming up Saturday. <laughs> yes. You talk about somebody under pressure to get it right. Right, I mean the, yeah. that groundhog will probably be shot and, and skinned <laughs> and eaten if he doesn't get if he doesn't nail this one this year, man. There was a local broadcaster today talking about uh, in in Minnesota. I caught on the news as we were leaving, and they have like their winter festivities today uh -huh. in, in Minnesota. They had to cancel it due to wintry weather. <laughs> it's just like you had to can cancel the winter the winter festival due to that? winter. The ice fishing people can't even go out and ice fish. As soon no. as they make the hole, it freezes over. Freezes back up, right? <laughs> now, did you do all that stuff when you went to Minnesota? Yeah. Listen, there's two ways to ice fish. One. <laughs> You actually jig, you dig the hole, jig, catch the fish, or two, you get one of those tip-ups that got flags, so you go in the, the yeah, house they have, and drink yeah. some beers. And right, because yeah, last year when we were there, we, we, had, we were invited to all of these different big, unbelievable, like, camps that are built you over. You sleep in them, you yeah. got a TV. They got, it's, like, it's fireplaces. Yeah. They got a fireplace in these things. Yeah. Who puts a fire on an ice lake? Come on, no, man. But full no. bar? Yeah, they have a that's full. What, that's how I want to go ice fishing. Yeah, that's exactly. That's my speed. See, that's like, that's the way for, I guess... Mostly the men to get out of the house and you know, right? They're, they're going to do an activity, you know. But activity, <laughs> do an activity. Now, did you ever do that ice fishing stuff? Me, yeah, me and my dad, we grew up ice. I, I fished a lot. Never hunted, but I fished. Awesome, man. Well, it's great to see you, man. You look great. I appreciate it. Now, would you, you would you still want to be playing though? If you because when you're a tight end and your lower no, extremities, wide receiver, wide I mean, receiver. wide receiver, well, tight end, wide receiver. When your guy running down the field every play, yeah. That's that's where you really you could have shoulders, I get everything else. But when your knees and feet and yeah. ankles and all that stuff, I'm ready for the next thing. I, I, I enjoyed my time, like I said. I think I learned that I wasn't ready for the week in, week out grind. Because a lot of times you don't see what goes into it. you after a game. I mean, it takes four or five days to feel decent if you don't get a bad injury, and then you got to prepare for a new game. So, like Gronk made a comment, you know, it, sometimes you're playing through a lot of pain, sometimes you're not. But it, I mean, it, it does wear on you. Well, Tony, Eric was saying that he's he's trying to get on into this side of the field now, uh, you know, in, into the broadcast. I need aspect, somebody to finally get me off saying, Radio Row. Do you have any you have any, you have any advice for Eric on on his way to try to uh, embark on this adventure? I mean, Tony's a 45 year legend on this. They're about to yeah. announce an award in his name. So it's not going to be a memorial award yet, though. So uh, no. I'm still alive. <laughs> but when it's a memorial, they're going to put my ashes in the trophy when I die. Right. When they continue the tradition, unlike any other, as we used to say. Well, maybe Eric. But no, look, he's got he's got great looks. Right. Right. Beautiful family. Is your wife here with you to, to, on Radio Row? She's taking care of the kids back home. See, but he's got—he's a family guy, good-looking, well-spoken. The guy. What was your uh, what was your, uh, your your Wonderlick score? It was like off the charts, 43, right? Forty-three, I believe, 43, right? Yeah. Forty-three. Yeah. What's the highest you can get on that? Fifty. See, forty-three out of fifty. That right there should get you Monday Night Football ahead of Jason Witt. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, then you factor in the you know hundred plus hits you take to the head, maybe maybe minus a little bit. Well, you're gonna 43. take a lot more hits in this business. I'll tell you that, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Thick so skin, right? If you were gonna do, uh, you haven't done in radio in in in, in down in Nashville. I have my buddy. Uh, Nick Kale's on. My buddy, who is my producer, is on the radio in okay. Nashville. Nick Kale is his name, and so. You know, Nashville's a good sports town, big hockey town. They love yeah. it, football. So do you follow the hockey down there or football? I love the Preds, yeah. I, I, you know, I had a couple of friends that um, used to play and then retired. Mike Fisher was a good friend. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, the city's insane about hockey. I grew up in yes. Minnesota, and that's like hockey central. Yep. But that town, when they went to the Stanley Cup, was off the charts. I mean, that, that Broadway was packed to the point where you couldn't move. It was shoulder to shoulder. That's pretty neat. The one thing that, that I, I went down to Nashville uh, last year, 
So I'm down, I'm down, I'm down there. I'm on, I guess it's the main street down there, and yep. the stadium's right over there. But it's nothing but just bachelorette party after bachelorette well, party. But course. everyone down there is that's wasted, it. and that's why I, I was like, no wonder they named the stadium Smashville. Seriously, <laughs> no, no, no wonder why, man. It's all you do down there. It really is. It's the new Nash Vegas. It's the new Vegas. Nash it's incredible. Vegas, baby. It's incredible. Wait, a minute, you went down there looking for women as a single guy, I did not and you're going to complain about going no. into bars where there's did women? You, did you hear me complain? <laughs> you were like, it sounded like you were like down on Nashville. No, the problem. Intimidated. No, it wasn't that at all. Well, I had to wait for a drink. It took forever to get a drink. <laughs> but other than that, it was good. It was no. I saw the. Uh, I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Uh, um, I'm sorry, not the the, uh, the country, country Music Hall of Fame. Did you go to Opry Land? No, I went. I went to the uh, Johnny Cash Hall of Fame, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Did the. Um, what else did we do? But most importantly, what did you do there? Got hammered. <laughs> what are you talking no, about? No, but where else did you visit when you were down in that area? What else did I visit? I don't know. What did no, I? You told me you went to some uh, distilleries and stuff. Oh, we went to Jack Daniels Distillery. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Awesome. hello. That was awesome. But that's not in Nashville. I know, but it's you were in that hello. area I for that reason. Area, but that was good. It's yeah. not like you're going to go to Aren't Nashville also, and not go there. Right around Nashville. Aren't there some amazing caverns? Oh, there, yeah. There, there's, I mean, first of all, there's so many distilleries now as far as the microbreweries that mm-hmm. are down there. I mean, obviously, whiskey's a big yes, thing. Yes, huge. But the food scene has, has changed completely. you got Chicago, New York, L.A. people coming because it's cheaper in Tennessee. Exactly. And it's, I mean, it's one of the funnest cities as far as going out for entertainment, having good food. I mean, you do it all. Well, that's the one thing is every single bar you walk past or walk into, it's quality live entertainment. Oh, yeah. And everyone's just having a genuine good time. All right, I'm moving right out it's, of here. It's I'm fantastic. I'm getting out of here. I'm moving to Nashville with a tan. Remember that song, Everything's Going to Be All Right? Rockabye. Remember that song? Yeah. That was uh, Kenny, uh, Chris Mullins, I think it was, or Kenny Mullins or something. No, like that. no, I'm no, no, you, no, no. Yes. Chris Mullins was a player for the I know Chris State Mullen Warriors was. of St. John's, man. Come on. I'll find this right <laughs> now. Well, Eric, it's great to see you, man. You look good. Glad everything's okay with the family. And that's, that's all. You can be healthy. You can play. You can hurt. And then when you walk away, you know you got another life ahead of you. You can start. But you're a natural, man. You're going to be good in this business. As long as you stay away from guys like him when he comes down to Smash right? I'm a terrible influence. Exactly. <laughs> well, Eric, thanks. Your achievements too. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know, it, it, people knock old people, but eventually we all become old. So I don't knock young people or old people because we all have to be something yeah, at least. Right. Well, what, did, what, what was your best advice, Tony? Just, just let me be me. Like yes, as yeah, Randall just said, be yourself. Let, yeah. Be That's yourself. And have it. fun. Life is fun. Sports is fun. Serious business, but just have fun. Yeah. Thanks. It's good to see you, man. Thank, Thank you, you, Eric. Take Eric care. Decker, ladies and gentlemen. Put your hands together. Give him a roaring round of applause. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.